0: Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Al D. This is a show designed for aspiring, current, and former MBAs looking for advice on how you can grow your career through an MBA degree. During each episode, I'll talk to MBA students, graduates, and leaders about the MBA experience, navigating the workplace, and career development so you can learn how to develop and achieve your own version of career success through an MBA and beyond. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. My name is Al D. I'm the host of the MBA Insider Podcast, Today's episode features three MBA graduates, Jack Burns, Cindy Zhang, and Adam Tomasello. All three of them have pursued a MBA rotational and leadership development program upon graduating from business school. And that's what today's episode is all about. Rotational programs are often great opportunities for MBA graduates to accelerate their careers, as well as to get a diverse range of career experiences in the first couple years post business school. This episode is going to talk through what a rotational program is, why it could be a great fit for an MBA graduate, as well as Jack, Cindy, and Adam are going to share their own experiences as they've each gone through their own MBA rotational program. If you're an aspiring MBA or a current MBA student, this could be a really valuable episode to understand if a rotational program could be right for you. Hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the MBA Insider Podcast. As I said in my intro, I'm delighted to have Adam Jack and Cindy here today to talk about MBA rotational programs. Before we dive into that, I want to get to know each of them a little bit better, and I want you all to as well. And so I figured we'd do a couple just brief intros. So I'm going to start first with Cindy because I'm looking at you first. So Cindy, would you mind just sharing what were you doing prior to business school and why did you choose to get an MBA in the first place?
1: Well, really excited to be here chatting with you all today. My name is Cindy and I worked in management consulting and strategy and analytics before business school, worked with a variety of clients and really used my time in consulting to solidify my interest in healthcare, but decided that I wanted to pivot into the healthcare industry full-time. So that's what led me back to get my MBA. I got an MBA with a focus in healthcare management, and it really did help me make that pivot into the healthcare industry. So that's a little bit about me.
0: Great. Wonderful. Adam, how about you? What were you doing before business school and why did you choose to get an MBA?
2: Yeah, I actually worked in higher education. So I worked as a college undergraduate admissions officer. It was a phenomenal five years. My academic background for my undergraduate career was actually in statistical science. And so after those five years, I had learned quite a bit about myself professionally, but I really felt like this kind of passion for data was missing from some of my day-to-day work. And I was really hoping to get into the industry of data analytics and AI. So I leveraged my time at UNC Keenan Flagler to make the pivot both to the AI field more from a business and product lens, and also realized pretty quickly that there was quite a bit of opportunity in healthcare data too. And was really fortunate um, that UNC had really strong programs in both. Um, I'm very fortunate to be where I've landed today after the MBA program.
0: That's great. And Jack, how about... Wow. The same question for you. What were you doing before business school and why did you choose to get an MBA?
3: Sure. I'll continue the trend here. And then I was in healthcare prior to business school and I'm in healthcare now. So three for three. I was a product manager at one of the larger medical device companies, Lumbar Spinal Fusion. And I saw a very narrow slice of healthcare and I wanted to get back into the academic world and see things from a broader perspective. So that's why I ended up going to Kenan Flagler, just like Adam to get my MBA. And I ended up continuing in the healthcare sphere afterwards. And I'm really grateful for those experiences that I've had along the way.
0: And for the folks who keep score at home and who listen regularly, you know that I'm a Keaton Flagler alum. So it's always great to have a fellow Keaton Flagler alum on the podcast. And I, Cindy, my wife is a Wharton alum. So I basically am also have adopted uh, that as well. Slightly, so we got some. We got some home field advantage in this podcast. Okay, so one thing I want to just thread through all the uh, this, the stories from Adam, Jack, and Cindy is that while each of them has a diverse background and had some different aspirations for why they wanted to go to school, there that is the value of the MBA in that uh, it really can help take someone, regardless of your background, to uh, a different place in their career or open up new opportunities uh, in a diversity of different ways. And so. Uh, One of the ways that they can do that, though, is through rotational programs, which we're going to talk about right now, brought Adam, Jack, and Cindy on uh, mostly because uh, they had this great idea to talk a little bit about this and the idea of rotational programs and how they can be a great career path uh, for MBA students. And so I guess maybe just to start and to ground us, and I'm going to start first with Jack on this one, what is perhaps just from a, not maybe scientific, but just a working definitional level, what is an MBA rotational program? And maybe more personalized to you, what really appealed to the idea of doing a rotational program specifically to you?
3: I think on a basic level, a rotational program is the opportunity to explore different areas of a business and have the business facilitate that experience. So often you'll see that these are six to nine, maybe even a year or two opportunities to be with a particular team before having a similar experience on another team after that. I liken it to uh, Man vs. Wild, the other show with Bear Grylls, where you're placed in the wild, like in a brand new area of the business that you know nothing about, but you have a unique skill set because of your MBA, uh, maybe even because of your prior experience, and they can use that raw athletic ability you have and shape you into an even better athlete. Yeah, someone that is excited about that, being able to try something new for a period of time and then go and try something new again after that. And I think they'd be a great fit for a program like that.
0: Sydney, I want to throw it over to you for a second. And the question I want to ask you is around what really stood out to you about the opportunity that you saw in doing a rotational program. And I guess maybe what attracted you to it or what made this seem like a good next step when you were in business school?
1: For sure. I echo everything that Jack said about the benefits of a rotational program. For me, it really helped me I chose it because I wanted to understand where within healthcare I wanted to focus. I knew, okay, great, want to go to healthcare, but healthcare is so complicated. It's a really large industry and there's a lot to learn. And so the rotational program was an opportunity to just continue learning. It was almost like consulting in a way where you switch teams and projects every few months and just continue um, on that accelerated path. And the second thing that really drew me was that accelerated, they, a lot of, rotational programs will promise at the end, you want to develop future leaders so you have an accelerated leadership end that you (laughs) end up with, for lack of a better term.
0: Yeah. And Cindy, I'm glad you brought up the consulting piece. And that was actually part of the reason why I asked you the question. I know that a lot of times, one of the reasons why any professional sees a career path as a digital opportunity is that opportunity to get diverse experiences or to get project-like experiences that iterate and evolve over time. And in many respects, consulting can be great for that. And it is not the only path that you can take. And I think what you highlighted in this case is how you can get some of the same types of things that you might find in a management consulting track or an internal strategy track, but perhaps within the context of a organization and not having to necessarily do all the same things that a management consultant would do, but still being able to get some of those benefits. Adam, I want to go over to you for a second. And maybe my question for you is, I think that each of you, Uh, are working in a rotational program. And while some of them are similar, they also are slightly different. Could you maybe talk about, as you were recruiting when you were back in school, what were some of the types of programs that you saw or maybe some of uh, the similarities between some of the programs that you either recruited for or evaluated or how they were different as well? Because uh, from my experience, at least, there are the programs that are out there that are rotational in nature, but some of them have some slight nuances or differences. So could you maybe talk about how you saw some of those or even what are the ones that you looked at and, and how you were able to decide what made sense for you?
2: Yeah, thanks, Al. I actually found, from my experience, there were probably some core tenets of each of the rotational programs. And I think Jack and Cindy have hinted at some of those. Each of the programs will probably have some sort of structured rotation, you will, some of the companies might have like a core rotation. You might, every participant might spend some time in the strategy or everyone might be required to do something in finance. I think where you start to to diverge, is Jack mentioned, sort of the time length of each rotation, the total length of the program, the typical outcome that you might expect. And for me personally, coming to the program without much of a business background and with sort of a very specific niche interest in the data and analytics side of things. One of the things that I was really focused on in my search was having a a little bit of flexibility. So you might have some structure, but how can you really forge your own path within that rotational program? And the program that I ultimately landed in had a little bit of that sort of choose your own adventure flair to it. So I think at least from my experience, you can find a whole range of programs from heavily structured to ones that are quite a bit more ambiguous, but some of those core tenets of being able to, just as Cindy said, act as this sort of internal consultant, take concepts from just ideas to realization, um, building a really strong network. Those are things I, I thought were pretty consistent across the board.
0: That, that makes a ton of sense. And I, I think the one of the things that I heard in there too is just you know because you had a good sense of either both what you skills you had and what you were looking for That also maybe helped in terms of identifying a type of program or even a company for that matter that could be a great fit for you. So maybe I'll go over to Cindy and maybe ask her a question along the similar veins in terms of did you know right out of the gate that this was something that you wanted to do in terms of looking and recruiting specifically for rotational programs? Was it mostly because you were interested in healthcare and you were you found this opportunity? Or could you talk just about how that magic happened in terms of figuring out how you knew you wanted to recruit for this and why this could be a great fit?
1: For sure. So I wouldn't say that I set out to join a rotational program. I almost fell into the one that I am in now. I actually was a summer intern for the company I am in now, and they offer up the rotation program strictly to interns to start. And so that was the pipeline. I discovered it through. But as I was learning more about that program, I had looked at a couple other similar ones in the similar industry as well and just was really drawn to the one I ended up with. A lot to do with what Adam was saying with that flexibility to choose your own adventure. Our program is much smaller. connection the same one as Jack, and there's only about four people for, per year. So that allows a lot of flexibility in choosing what programs we get and a lot of leadership exposure as well because there's so few of us.
0: Yeah, Jack, I want to go over to you, back to you for a little bit. And I guess maybe you could talk a little bit about now that you've been in in the program for a little bit in your rotational program, could you share a little bit more just about what you' what you've done so far and what you feel like some of the benefits are from what you've been able to experience
3: so the work that I've been doing has really ranged from pure strategy work and, and corporate strategy to more running pilots and helping operators redesign their processes uh, to really getting into the frontline elements of the business so I, I think I've been blessed with the opportunity to see a lot of different parts of the company and as a result, meet a lot of different kinds of people. And that's one of the real benefits of an MBA program is the amount of people that you meet in the network that you build.
0: I think those are all really good points. And thank you for, for sharing that. Um, Adam, maybe I'll go over to you for a second, just to maybe talk a little bit about your kind of experience so far in terms of the rotations you've done or what you've really focused on to date in your rotational program.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I think, as I had mentioned previously, the flexibility was something I was really keen on when I was looking at these rotational programs. And so far, my experience has been overwhelmingly positive. Very similar, actually, to Jack in that the organization I work for, they'll throw a lot at you, really, as much as you're interested in. And so over the last several years, while I was in our rotational program, worked on anything from... Tech strategy planning and sort of these general corporate strategic planning exercises to actually incubating and running new product ideas product launches and I'm technically at this point now actually an alum of our program, and our program is one where you will actually seek out your role when you complete the rotational program after two years and I was really fortunate a lot of these sort of networking conversations led me to an individual who I started supporting part time in my rotational program right this was a side project, which was 10% of my time, then it turned into 20% turned into 40%. And then naturally, that sort of became my full time role. And and my role was shaped just from something I was pursuing out of interest, really amazing just to see how much the company invests in the rotational program participants, but how you can really forge your own path. And almost by just this very organic process, you will you, you can even create a role out of nothing. And I think just to Really reiterate the points Jack was making. When I was in my MBA program, obviously I was a career switcher. I had never actually worked at a business or a company before. And so I think I recognized at that time working on a wide range of projects is going to give you a really broad set of skill sets that I might not have had from previous work experience. And that was a huge appeal of the rotational program. But to Jack's point, looking back, having been in a past participant of a rotational program, I think maybe. Two equally, if not even more important pieces of value that I received from my program. One is just the breadth of the network and people that you meet people who will vouch for you, people who will consider taking you on as a full time employee, people who will advocate for you, and also just a breadth of understanding about how your organization works. I think it was very intimidating as a non business person to come to a company and meet someone who says, I've been here for 30 years, I've been here for 40 years. Um, you realize pretty quickly in a rotational program that. You might actually know more about how the total organization works than somebody who has been laser focused on one area for their whole career. So um, just the breadth of experiences and perspective you get from the rotational program is invaluable.
3: Uh, I'd like to add to what Adam was saying in terms of how um, an MBA student can evaluate these programs, because there are a lot of things to consider. I I think it really comes down to three domains in particular. First is the duration of the program. and, And Adam was talking about that. Some programs are really short. You may be in it for 18 months, some are very long, and you could be in it up to five to seven years from what I've seen. Neither is wrong, but you just have to understand, is this something where I want to get more experiences and be in the program for a longer amount of time or start my first quote unquote real job as soon as possible. The other was something that Cindy was mentioning, which is the size of the program. Some programs only take one or two people every year. Others take 20 plus. And you have to say, is it going to be something where I'm getting the investment from senior leadership uh, that I feel is necessary for my career? That's better for a smaller program. But for a bigger program, you may want to feel like you're part of something or have the support and recognition of this program internally. And a bigger program is just going to be able to do that better. And then the last thing is the, the flexibility of the program. So some programs, you'll see that you're backfilling another rotator, and they have a long legacy of uh, rotators do this rotation first, Adam said strategy first, maybe followed by finance, and others are going to be more open to the individual, and you have to go out and find your job, and that can be tricky as well, but it gives you more of a blank slate to work from. So I think just those three areas are important for uh, current students to keep in mind as you're asking people about what their experience has been like, or as you're, trying to figure this out. What's the duration? What's the size? And what's the flexibility?
0: Cindy, how about for yourself? What have your rotations been like? And what, what have you enjoyed about them? Or what has really stuck out to you from the experience you've had so far?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm only about one year into my rotational program. So a little bit behind Adam and Jack here. I've had two rotations so far. And the first one was similarly in corporate strategy. They've designed it so that we start at a high level when the business from a high level meets some of the key leaders. And then my second one that I'm currently in has been complete opposite. I am on the ground making things work. So I'm actually leading a new primary care clinic. I really wanted to get operational experience and was able to network my way onto this project. I believe it's really cool to get this experience because without being in the rotation program, I don't think I would have gotten to do something so cool so early on in my career, leading a small team of people, getting to work on solving patient needs, doing a little bit of product management to improve the patient experience. And then never thought I'd end up here, but also doing marketing and sales to grow our clinic and grow patients. So it's been a lot of different stretch experiences in my rotation. And that's part of the beauty of the rotational program.
0: Hey there, it's Al. And thanks so much for listening to the NBA Insider Podcast. I wanted to take a quick break to ask you a small favor. I'm loving doing this show and I hope you're enjoying it too. If you're enjoying this episode, I would really appreciate it if you take a few minutes to leave a review and rate this podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts or simply share it on social media or send it to a friend. I'm incredibly grateful for your support. Thank you. And let's get back to the show. Cindy, maybe just a follow-up question there, only because you mentioned you're about a year in. we we'll would just be curious to know, as you think about your MBA experience, what has been most helpful from your time in business school that has enabled you to be successful and to navigate through your experience in the rotational program so far?
1: Yeah. But what um, Adam and Jack have been saying in terms of building that network and meeting new people. Just being able to quickly jump into a team, meet new people, create connections has been something I've was able to gain um, and continue to use? I think that's
0: actually a good jumping off point for the next question I was going to ask. So I think Perfect. you teed it up perfectly. So maybe <laughs> I'll go to Jack on this one. I think one of the, the, the things that I have always seen as one of the nice benefits of a rotational program are the career and professional development resources and opportunities and access to people that I think oftentimes come with these programs they're oftentimes investments that are made either by the business or a central recruiting team. And so they have a vested interest in making sure that it is successful. be curious to know just from your perspective, what has that experience been like for you or how have you seen those resources or which ones have been valuable to at least you and your experience so far?
3: Sure. Inherent within rotational programs is that development component. And like you mentioned, Al, typically it's implied that professional development in a formal way is part of the program. I don't know if that's true with every rotational program, but it has been true with mine. And I think that's definitely something that you should ask going in as you're doing coffee chats, as as a student is doing coffee chats to learn more about the company and the program. What are those development opportunities like? Things that I've seen, we have a, a formal week where all of the rotators come together and meet with the sponsors of the program, but they also meet with... Uh, Would say like members of the C suite plus one, so some of the C -C suite's director reports, including the C suite themselves, and it's just great to be able to pick their brain in an informal way. So often when you're on meetings with them, pressed into thirty minute increments, and you can't really get their thoughts on a wide range of issues, and having that intentional time has just been a really cool experience. We've also had some business acumen and professional development consultants come in and work with us individually, and then for some of the graduating members of our cohort, they're paired up with an executive coach. So it's a really rich development experience for the most part. And I would imagine if he were just hired in from a traditional post MBA role, there wouldn't be that much rigor around it.
0: Adam, how about you? I know that you are technically an alum of the program that you're in now, but how did you find the those professional development and career development resources when you were a part of the rotational program?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to preface this by saying I graduated in the Forgotten MBA class of May 2020. And so my onboarding and like general first year, all of these wonderful planned experiences that I thought I would get as part of our rotational program maybe didn't all come to fruition. With that said, I think both at my organization and the other rotational programs with which I recruited. I think there is maybe these formal support systems and then maybe just the informal benefits of being a rotational program participant in organizations. On the formal side, reiterating what Jack has mentioned, I've seen and have been fortunate to have formal mentors who are at this higher level, SVP, C-suite level, the organization folks who are volunteering to meet with you on a weekly, monthly, et cetera basis. You have the career coaching the additional career resources, whether they be via LinkedIn Learning or other these sort of very formal, tangible opportunities that you're going to be offered chances to travel with your cohort as part of the rotational program and meet leaders. If you work for a global or a national organization, meet leaders in different parts of the company and get special tours of facilities to really understand how the organization works. So a lot of just formal benefits to being part of a rotational program. I'm going to say it's already set up for you, whether it be mentorship or for professional development. I think maybe there's also I don't know if informal but just understood or inherent benefits to being part of one of these programs too though and I think if you're going to an organization that has an established rotational program, inevitably there are going to be many leaders at your at the organization who are also alumni of the program that you've gone through and one of the things that i I have found very interesting and and very just a, a big bonus of being part of one of these programs is that people at your company will know, hey, this is a really well-respected leader who came through this program. If they're bringing someone into this very selective program, they're probably someone I might want to work with, or there's someone who I might want to hire. And so what I have found is one inherent benefit of being a rotational program participant is almost just having an open door policy to whomever you'd like in an organization, right? I've never been turned down, even from the C-suite level at the organization I work with, from having a coffee chat or just putting time on people's calendar. And I think that is in no small part, thanks to the fact that I am coming through a program that has produced many well-trusted leaders to the organization already.
0: I think that Adam is, is such a great point as well of the whole fact that the program has alum, right. In the sense that it's a great way to have other folks who are invested in supporting the program grow, but as a participant, it also is a built in affiliation within the organization that can help you as you think about how you want to navigate, uh, uh, build relationships with other people, whether that's to get things done or to, to to grow professionally. And I think that is also just like something I would add as a another potential benefit of generally speaking, not always, but a lot of companies that have rotational programs tend to be on the larger side of things from an population employee population perspective. And in larger organizations, like it sometimes can be easy to feel lost or overwhelmed. And so Having a nice container, if you will, of people and of built-in infrastructure that can maybe help, particularly whether you are someone who does feel like they're a little bit lost, or in some cases, if you've never worked, Adam, I think you mentioned you've never worked in like a, a corporate environment before. Having that built-in infrastructure sometimes for can can be particularly helpful or useful into just figuring out how to work how things work around here, or figuring out who to go to for what, and just having that lifeline like whenever you need it. I want to switch gears for a second, maybe go back over to. To to Cindy, so we've talked a little bit about what a rotational program is, how you all got into them, some of the benefits from them. I would love to know just from your perspective, Cindy, as you think about. I know you're still in your program, but as you think about your own kind of career, how do you see this program really helping you advance forward? And what are you even thinking about? If you are thinking about like what could continued growth look like for you, or yeah, just really trying to get a better sense of like how this real program really fits within your own kind of professional and career goals.
1: Yeah, the million dollar question <laughs> there, Al. It's really informed what I thought I wanted and what I now know I want for my future career. So it's been an opportunity to really test out some of the different hypotheses I've had for what I wanted my career to look like. So for example, thought I was really interested in pure operational work and maybe I found that's not quite the best fit for me or there are different flavors of it that I am interested in other parts that I'm less interested in, but glad that I've gotten the opportunity to learn about how it works. So it's been really a great testing ground for what I want to do in the long term. In terms of what I actually do want to do in the long term, that's still up for debate. But I'm hoping as I go through two more rotations after this one, that will really help solidify that question going forward. So really right now, keeping an open mind, there's so many different opportunities that come with being part of a rotation program and being part of a large Organization, so no clear paths right now, and exactly what that will look like. But hoping to continue to learn and figure it out along the way. Would be curious what others are thinking through their yeah. rotation as well.
0: Jack, how about you? Any thoughts on that?
3: Sure. And before I say that, back to an earlier point that you were saying out about making a big company feel small. We have a Cindy and I are at the same company, and we have a Teams chat amongst our rotators, and you would be amazed and the wide variety of questions that get sent to that Teams chat and the speed in which they're answered. So what a valuable resource to have the brain power of the collective trust that you have with your other rotators to be able to say, this doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what y'all have experienced. What do you think? And being able to get those questions answered, because normally in a big company, you're having to go email this person, then they direct you to three other people, and then they direct you to someone else, and you may not even get the answer. So that's been a huge resource. Back to the question that you said, this was on how it's informing my career and advancement. Yeah. So for me, I thought I had a clear idea of similar to Cindy, what I wanted to do and what each rotation would be. But I find that often uh, at at my company, we have flexibility to choose our rotations and it's not normally until the months leading up to the next rotation that I know what I want to do or have a clear direction. And so often I'm responding to business needs or the evolving organizational strategy, but it's a great skill set that I've developed, actually, which is it's not so much about how glamorous the role is or how exciting the work is, but being able to say what's really important to the business and being able to orient my next move and tap into that network in order to get a job that's going to be high on the potential value that I can drive. And I think that's two things that the rotational program does really well. As mentioned earlier, you have a huge network and it helps you to be able to look at things like a C-suite leader would, where you're not just focused on your individual segment. You can see across the business and say, what's really important to the enterprise. And I'm going to go find opportunities that uh, align with that to further my career.
0: Maybe one one of the last questions here before we wrap up, but I'm going to turn this over to Adam. We have some listeners of the podcast. A lot of listeners of the podcast are aspiring MBA candidates what advice do you have you know, for them in terms of how might someone know or identify if a rotational program could be a potential good career path? What are some of the maybe markers or things that like might make someone want to consider a rotational program as a career path, either in their internship or post-MBA?
2: Yeah, Al, I, I would say, and I, I think this is probably true of pro- probably anybody who's considering their MBA. I would consider myself to be someone who's naturally curious and just a lifelong learner. And if you are somebody who is is really interested in understanding how these different pieces of a company fit together, but you're just not wholly sold on exactly what you might want to do forever or or maybe you're even accepting of the fact that you're not going to find this one job forever that you stay at, I, I think that's a, a a great fit for someone who wants to join a rotational program. Because I think one thing that the listeners probably already heard from me and from Cindy and from Jack is that in each of our programs, we're gaining new responsibilities and taking on stretch assignments. And so if you're someone who's really curious and really wants to learn and really wants to meet different individuals and understand both the big picture, but also gain experience on the ground, getting your feet dirty, I think a rotational program could be a really great fit for you. And also just give a shameless plug. I was someone who came in with really, I had no, if you had told me you worked in operations or you were a consultant or you worked in product, I I didn't know what those things meant. In fact, I still probably don't know what those things mean. Someone who is coming from higher ed and I, but it's just so foreign to me. And I thought, Al, you said this super well, to be able to come into a very large organization without that formal business experience, without that formal corporate experience, to have a really strong support network like our LDP chat group, Jeff, that you mentioned, we have one as well, to have people I could go to with any question, no question being too stupid, to have a really tight support group, and to be able to really forge your own path and find a place where it's safe to fail and it's safe to thrive, that was just invaluable. So I think certainly for me as a career switcher from totally non-business to something totally different, the rotational program was a perfect fit.
1: Really quickly, I'll say on the flip side, for those, a rotational program might not be good for those who know exactly what they want to do, what role, what topic they want to focus on. So I've had friends in my cohort who would have been a great fit for the rotational program that we're in, but they were really interested in product management specifically. So they chose to go full time in a product management role and team. So that's something you can consider as you're thinking rotation or not.
0: That's a great, a great point. And I'm glad you put some context around the the opposite of that. Okay. As we're wrapping up here, as I think you all know, the Amine Center podcast, there's a lot of listeners out there who are thinking about applying to business school or maybe applying to business school right now. What advice do you have for those who are thinking about an, the MBA degree, broadly speaking? And so I want to give each of you a chance to maybe share like one piece of advice that you would want to give to someone who is considering an MBA, or maybe they're going through the application process right now. And so if you have one piece of advice, what would that be? And I think I will start first on this question with Jack.
3: Talk to as many people as you can about it. Uh, a feature on the MBA application is your personal statement and they want to see what you want to do after your degree, right? And I think that I listed on mine that I wanted to be a hospital CEO. You don't need an MBA for that degree. You could have an MBA for that degree, but that sounds much more like a a master's in health administration. And I think had I talked with more people and got a sense for the different kinds of careers out there, I could have written a much richer personal statement. And that could have helped me to hit the ground running when I got to the program that I was in to really focus in on what was going to help me get there.
0: Okay. Same question for you, Adam. What advice would you have for what's that one piece of advice you'd have for aspiring MBAs?
2: Yeah, I would say getting an MBA degree is, is obviously a huge commitment and a a big time decision. And there's all that literature out there about the opportunity costs, et cetera. Just thinking hard about your why. why. Why are you getting that MBA degree? If you're simply getting the MBA for the purpose of checking a box, I would say it's probably not worth it. And there are might be other ways to achieve your goals. I would say. From my experience, and this is going to make me sound like a total nerd, I think the most valuable part of my MBA career was the academic environment, the professors I connected with, the things I actually learned that I can bring to my new job. And part of that is my bias as someone coming as a career switcher. But the things I learned in the classroom in combination with the network and relationships that I built through my MBA program and beyond. They launched me into a new career that has opened so many different doors. And maybe in addition to speaking to other individuals who have gone through an MBA program or have gone through your target MBA program, connect with a professor at some of your target schools in the areas that you're interested in. I found my professors to be unbelievably helpful resources and probably ones that are a bit untapped as folks are constantly navigating this y MBA. So I would say I learned a ton. And for me, it was just absolutely life-changing. But just as Jack said, it might not be right for everyone. Think really hard about your why and, and where you might want to go.
0: Right. And Cindy, how about yeah. you? What's that one piece of advice you'd want to impart to some aspiring MBAs?
1: Yeah, echo both what Adam and Jack said. Also, Adam, also a nerd, also really enjoyed the academic component of my MBA. Just wrapping up here and keeping in line with what we've been talking about with the rotational program. I would say keep an open mind for the different experiences that you might have. Say yes to new things that make you uncomfortable. Coming on this podcast is a, a stretch experience for me. So you never know what opportunities will come up because of different things you're willing to try. I never thought I'd end up in the specific industry that I am in now in the company that I'm at, but so glad that I did.
0: All right, Adam, Jack, and Cindy, thank you so much for coming on the Ambient Center Podcast. It was great getting a chance to chat with all of you and to talk about Your experiences in business school, getting into the rotational programs, the opportunities both from a professional development and career perspective from being in a rotational program and wrapping up with your advice for aspiring MBAs. So appreciate you all coming on and uh, thanks for being a part of the MBA Insider Podcast. Hi everyone, LD here and thank you so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and to write a review. It will only take 15 seconds. I'd also love to hear what you've been listening to on the podcast and any suggestions you have for how we can improve. Find me on LinkedIn or head over to MBA school.com backslash podcast.